0: is it yet
1: or is it the yacht i don't know but let's find out. jd hop to steve and david set sail to see where it lands on the yacht scale ski
0: beyond yacht rock yacht and yacht volume 85 uh we wrote them in you said is this song yacht rock and yacht we're gonna just tell you we're gonna re- analyze these songs very carefully talk about pop culture, mm. do some riffing, riff about each other's personalities, yeah,
2: maybe mm. some hot gossip, mm-hmm,
0: my name is J.D. Risnar, I'm Hollywood Steve, I'm Dave, Hunter, we're gonna rate these songs on the Yatsky scale, songs 50 and above are Yacht Rock, songs 49 and below are Yacht Rock, uh, Yatsky scale, of course, invented by Gene Yotsky <clears throat> in 1913, and uh, went through the ages until the music was actually started to come around mm-hmm. into, in 1976.
2: He was really ahead of his time. He really was. Uh,
0: this song is written by me. It's Mark Jordan's Release Yourself from 1979. I think all these songs are from uh, me and Hunter today, mostly mm-hmm. Hunter. But this is one yeah, that this I this is another just...
1: episode. This is another Hunter Hunter's Choice episode, except is, for this one song.
3: Is Release Yourself a down-under jerk jam? <laughs> I think it's an up-over jerk jam. <laughs>
0: You're talking
2: about the Swedish style, where you put your hand under your... Never mind. Go ahead, JD.
0: Well, it is an up over, uh, because Mark Jordan's Canadian, um, but we'll get to that. So I think he grew up in Canada.
1: But you're you're being accurate.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, you're just the last episode when I was How many Junos
2: does this guy have? At least one. Yeah. Well, that's, you get that for being Canadian. From the 90s.
0: You, you get that mean, when, you, when, when
1: you pay for the studio time. He produced yeah.
0: a song with somebody and he got a Juno for yeah. that. Okay, so this is off 1979's Blue Desert album by Mark Jordan. I think this is, like, if I were to dig into it and we were to rate all the songs, it may be one of the yachtiest albums ever recorded. It's certainly regarded as a West Coast classic in more respectable circles than in this intellectual trash dump we call Beyond Yacht Rock. Yeah. Hey! hey. <laughs> I Got you guys and me. Hey! <laughs> wow! Shit! I just went along with it.
3: No fair.
0: Um, listen to this personnel. <laughs> Holy shit! So, uh, I'm listening. Backing vocals. Bill Champ. Oh, my God. Marcy Levy. I don't know who she is. Vanette yeah. Cloud, who we see a lot. Oh. Abe Laboreal on bass. Jeff Baccaro on drums. Oh. Jay Green on lead guitar. Oh. Michael O'Marty on Le- piano and what? synth. Oh. guy named Jake the Rake oh. on lead guitar. I don't know who he is, but I like him. Jake the Rake. A saxophone. A lot of sax on here. Pete, Pete yeah, Chris Lee. I don't know. I think
2: Jake the Snake was already taken.
0: <laughs> Jake
3: so, the
2: Rake got a Juno just for that nickname.
0: <laughs> Mark Jordan is not a, hard to get a Juno. Mark Jordan is a Brooklyn-born Canadian whose Canadian singles were discovered by Steely Dance producer Gary Katz. Gary produced his first album, Mannequin, and Jay Graydon produced this one. I think uh, I think I'm, I think a Mark Jordan is like the poet, like the like the beat poet of yacht rock. His lyrics there always are kind of obtuse and have this very off-the-cuff feel to it, like a guy with a very strong grasp of the English language and Yacht Rock just riffing. Like Eminem.
1: He doesn't have enough finger snaps in this to be the beat poet of Yacht Rock, but I get what you're saying. Yeah,
0: He's got a very casual, off-the-top-of-the-head feel to it.
1: I would say he's the most Canadian. He's the Canadian of Yacht Rock. Yeah. Even more than... Uh, What's his his ass? uh, He's dating all the. Alex Trebek. Floozies. Alex Trebek. David Foster, that's the guy.
0: I mean, he made. Yeah, David Foster turned his back on Yacht Rock and and, and really took all music in a a really schmaltzy direction. Mark Jordan just made. He kept the fire. At least three super solid, maybe the most solid Yacht albums. His three albums uh, uh, Mannequin, Blue Desert, and. Hole of the wall. wall, the Glory Hole album. Yeah. was uh, Those are some of the yachtiest things you'll hear. I mean, produced by Gary Katz, uh, Jay Graydon, and Mark Jordan and another dude, but Mark Jordan got the sound at that point. The
1: The conversation between Mark Jordan and David Foster would go very similar to the keep, keeping the fire argument between, in Yow Rock, between Kenny Loggins and Michael McDonald, except mm. it would be... Be putting it on ice or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to
0: offer things. Up. We got to appeal to the heart. I don't know anything about the heart. My heart's been broken too many times, David. My heart's been broken too many times, David. Eh?
1: That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could have been a good episode.
0: I didn't know anything about Mark Jordan at the time. Now I love him, and I want to know everything I can.
2: Yeah. Well, let's make another episode. He may be the Prince of Yacht <laughs> Rock.
0: He's up there, man. He may the, be the, the crown prince of yacht rock. He's important. Man.
2: Yeah, maybe uh, maybe Michael McDonald's van breaks down in Canada,
0: <laughs>
2: and a helpful uh, Canuck. Oh, be oh he's st- be st- really st- lost. It'd
0: be, it'd be Steely Dan's van because yeah. of, of the Gary Dan Katz. van. Gary Katz is gonna. Yeah, yeah, gonna, yeah the gonna,
2: Dan van. Yeah.
0: Um. I wanted to get more Mark Jordan. We need more Mark Jordan on the on the playlist um so that's why i want to do this it's kind
1: of how david foster ended up
2: here from canada his canadian band just left him here (laughs) yeah like they pulled away from the uh the gas station and he was still there
0: guys where are going
1: eh? hey
2: oh
0: come on guys
2: come back don't you know um and then he met alan thick and the rest is history (laughs) they combined all their dollars (laughs) and made a record all their loonies and all their toonies
0: Never get sick of Canadians oh, Their bacon's
2: round <laughs> um, their chips And tasty are, Like chips a hockey are ketchup Sometimes vinegared but that caught on I And like their cigarettes it. are in weird boxes Yeah, and and skinny I,
0: I like this song I like these songs that feel like sitcom themes I like it a lot uh, anyway, but I don't want I'm not i am not going to start with a number. I mean, it's very yachty. I wish it was saxophone, wasn't Steve, there, but there's also this Jay Graydon guitar going here like right here. It's awesome. Steve, give us
3: a number first, or at least a, a little analysis if you have any thoughts. it's there's so it feels like there's a lot of different sections to this song mm, like yeah <laughs> Prague a lot.
0: Mm, boy, definitely a doobie bounce.
3: Crossfire. It's a that's a hat guitar. Hat hat guitar. I mean it's I know it's gonna be high up there. I'm kinda debating how high.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Walk us through your process.
3: I think I'll help
0: I'll help. I'll give it an eighty <laughs> No,
1: don't give it a number. You're going to be the last one to give a number. I'll, Fine. Be I wish, if I I
2: give wish a everybody at, at home could see how disappointed JD looked when Hunter told him to shut up.
1: <laughs> give, a, give a number, Dave. Yes. Me? Okay. Yeah, uh, you me. want me
2: to give a number? I'll, I'll give, give a, number. a damn I'll, number. I'll say I got one in my head already. It's 84. Like my favorite lumber company. I'll give this a hat 79. I'm giving it an 84, uh, as in 1984, the year Canada got electricity. <laughs> Most parts. Most parts. Yeah. Not out in the tundra.
0: Going to be a good hockey game at the Olympics. We should get some electricity so we can watch it on our tellies.
3: I'm going to give this an 85. Why don't you... uh, Okay, go for it.
0: Why don't you write me down for an 88 there,
1: eh? 88. It's an '80, Hot 84.
2: That's
3: yacht.
0: This next song, written in by Hunter Stare, it's Bill Wolfer, Call Me. Can't wait for the voice. And Hunter writes... As you can hear, Bill Wolfer was a thriller guy. Can Finnis get him on the boat?
2: Wow. It's like there were two of you. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> this guy's on TV doing voices. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> Sorry about your show getting
0: canceled. I don't know if that's been announced and they may Oops. still be fighting for it.
1: Oopsie daisies. That's a, That's okay. It's, it's, it's not
2: really casual libel, but it's... It was casual, casual
1: discipline.
2: <laughs> it was libelous. It was Hollywood Insider, Yeah. Gassip. <laughs> I mean, last episode, I, I like betrayed my NDA and talked about the weekend of Bernie's thing. <laughs> I think you broke. Bro- oh, and then the one before. I think you broke a couple NDAs on this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Who cares? No one listens. Yeah, it's fine. Um. So this is from Bill's uh, Bill's album from 1982 called Wolf. And it looks pretty cool. It's like uh, neon lights. It looks like the... Red of, neon and a black. black. A lot of the
0: revival retro techno bands out today called, like, Le Cassette in 1984.
1: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it looked like Tech Noir in, in uh, the club and Terminator.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so he's a synth dude who kind of floats between a Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson sound. and He worked on both. On Thriller, he worked on uh, "Wanna Be Starting Something," "Beat It," and Billy Jean.
2: Not really boat stuff. Yeah, he's a session musician. You said synth guy. He got to do his own album in '82 and brought in both Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson to help with harmonica and background singing, respectively. Yep. Uh, but on this, he's uh,
1: he's taking a song by Finnis Henderson, who's also singing and adding uh, <laughs> adding some finishing touches. Very
3: good. <laughs> ah! Very good. Oh! Boom.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. That no one felt good. Uh, this song would also... Black,
0: black people are being arrested at alarming rates in this country, and always have been. And I just want to say that we have a podcast where we make puns out of Finnis Henderson's name. Yeah. Okay. Wait, what? I, What's just, happening? I just gave a depressing fact about our culture. We're choosing our battles, JD. Unrelated to anything we're saying. What's because, happening? Listen. maybe a I'm her. just saying we have the a... Worst,
1: dump- the worst time in... Wait, what?
0: We just have a dumb podcast, and there's very important problems in this world, and we're making puns and portmanteaus and telling oh. people the songs of Yacht Rocker and Yacht. That's that's all I'm saying, is uh, I just want to put in perspective... Mm-hmm. You just did the l-
3: opposite of a finis are we, touch. Are we checking our privilege
0: <laughs> right so now? Yes, we're checking our privilege. Um, that's exactly what we're doing. Okay, continue. I just have to do that every now and then because of uh, I feel guilty.
2: Yeah. About who I am in this world. Sure. What do you call a group of white friends? Just a podcast. Yeah.
1: Just you can get Steve's shirt. Let's Steve borrow your shirt. Then you, you're
3: all your guilt will you, you can get your slip away. You can get your own Alexandria Ocasio Cortez shirt if you just donate twenty seven dollars. I'm sorry. We were talking about fun
0: facts about this Bill Wolfer song, and I suddenly got all society. Okay, sorry.
1: Uh, yeah, this song would uh, so this song would also appear on uh, Finis's solo album, which you have talked about a couple times now. Uh, although it's a slightly different version, and on this one he's a little more McDonald-y yeah. in the beginnings. Not this part, mm-hmm. but in those beginning parts he really. Uh, so yeah. this
0: is this is only Finnis singing on this song, yeah. on this track.
1: Yeah, he has a lot of different sounds.
2: Wolfer uh, took a pretty big hiatus I see him from... Doing impressions. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he's Sorry, guys I all to, that,
1: sorry to interrupt,
2: it, yeah. Uh Wolfer took a big, big, pretty big hiatus from music and made a triumphant return in 2000 with his Cuban jazz band... Sorry. sorry. Mambo... Mambo Rama. Mambo Rama? Mambo Rama. Uh, they were named, nominated for uh, Cuba Disco, which is the Cuban version of the Juno Award.
3: <laughs> Mambo Rama... Got nominated for a Cuba Disco. Yeah, but I gotta say,
0: (laughs) it's hard. It's harder to win those in Junos because there's not as many. They don't let as many people. Castro doesn't let as many people become musicians. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the first step in the process.
1: Um, So the other other personnel on this album are the Waters Clan and the backing vocals. Probably not Mm -hmm. on this song though.
2: And uh, that's about it. Yeah, I I would like to add that Bill. Bill. Is that his name? Bill Wolfer? William. Went on to uh, produce uh, Dancing in the Sheets by Shalomar. Ooh. Um, I like
0: this song. I hear that there's a really nice e-piano in there, and I like the programmed hand claps, even though that's not necessarily a yacht rock thing. I always like a song with a pretty hand clap. That
1: was a late-era yacht rock thing. Yeah.
0: It does have a Stevie Wonder feel, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it also has that thriller feel. I like this song a
1: lot. Yeah. Listen, I'm picking some uh try to pick some some, some tough calls. But enjoyable, hopefully. Yeah. Dave, do you wanna start the numbering off? I was like when
0: Dave starts the numbering off. Then I it's a real then I know if I'm crazy or not.
2: No. Well Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. But God this almost has like a Billy Ocean vibe. Mm-hmm. I'll put it on the boat. I'm gonna go sixty. Now,
1: okay Was J.D. crazy or not? I was
0: thinking 72
1: I was thinking 73 Yeah, I was uh, I was uh, comfortable with this being High 60s I was thinking 67 That's where I was looking at mm-hmm. But the thing is, is uh, some of the, A lot of these songs I've listened so many times mm-hmm and in the context of i'm not sure is it is it not how high is it i'm not sure so i kind of like lose the lose the plot on it a little bit but i i I was i was thinking around 67 so that's what i'm giving it and it gets a hot hat 69. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Mm. that's nice that's yacht
3: (laughs) <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Tanya Tucker, I've got somebody. This is written by Hunter Stare, uh, and Hunter writes, "This was left on the cutting room floor of uh, the Southern Yacht songs. I don't know what it is, but something is there. I think maybe."
1: Uh, so Tanya mm-hmm. Tucker, Tucker, she had some mainstream sensibilities at the time. It be time being uh, 1980. This is off her Dream Lovers album, and it was written by Randy Goodrum. Mm, not a drummer. Um, he wasn't... Uh, Steve, you know about the Glenn Campbell, Tanya Tucker era, don't you? Were they, were they married or just dating or what was going I on?
3: They, no, I think they were just dating. Just banging? I,
1: he was just an old man banging a hot Tanya Tucker?
3: Yeah, he was like twice her age at the time, I think. Because she, she started off really, really young.
2: She did, and everybody thought she was hot, but i got to say, not my type. Hmm. real wide face.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and
1: so this is a. Uh, this, so this would be uh, Glenn Campbell's yachtish era, too. He's got a song on the, on the boat, um, and he's all over this album. And that's pretty much it, except Neil
2: Steubenhaus on another song. You know, I looked up uh, Tanya Tucker today when I was doing my research. <laughs>
1: Which is why you just found out about her wide face?
2: Yeah. Uh, most of what I read said that despite rumors, she and Dennis Quaid are not dating. <laughs> <laughs> so there's my there's my addition to the conversation.
3: Uh, if I Google Tanya Tucker Glenn Campbell, the first page of Google results has a National Enquirer headline: Glenn Campbell and Tanya Tucker, their cocaine crazed love. <laughs> uh, so that's why do, they
2: started getting into yacht rock a little bit in this. Do era. a Google search for Glenn Campbell slash fiction.
3: No, I think you can do that. And then click image. I'll let you do that. Tiny Tucker's kind of hot stuff.
0: She's a hot little number around this time. Yeah. I'm looking at pictures now. She's got a little photo shoot around on some rocks and around some electricity poles. She's really in a skimpy (laughs) 70s outfit. Hmm. And there's Glenn Campbell. Oh, my gosh. Wow, what a hunk. I would not... I would not be banging that guy. <laughs> there's such, so such cooler guys in the '70s yeah. than this guy. Guy probably smells like cheese. <laughs> um, this song though, there's a lot not to like about it. I don't like the, the sweeping strings. Oh yeah, it's definitely not losing all that Nashville. It's, it's more of a, is very much a country song.
2: Yeah, this is this is country.
0: I like the farty synths. Not really for yacht rock, but I just like farty
2: synths. This is country, and this country isn't cool. I'm setting up a joke for later.
1: The thing, the thing I like the most about this: some of the background vocals and the chorus, and the and the opening fartiness. Mm-hmm. That's a lot like uh, this. Mm-hmm. That that little mm-hmm. bounce right there is a little. Uh, how'd it go? Mm. Um a lot a lot a lot of dragon and Tennille a little bit right mm-hmm. there. But that proto. Huh. there's a bounce.
0: It does, yeah, so yeah. It bounces. Um I'll start. I will too. Twenty-five. Do you get those both, Hunter?
1: Thirty-two and thirty-eight
0: good
2: try yeah it's a 25 it's a 25
0: yeah steve Wait. do you have some fun facts to share you're looking at your
3: phone Is holla, this national Enquirer? this national Enquirer article <laughs> quotes what he said holla quotes uh He's his favorite kind of bread yeah it's, it's really good it's, it's very good yeah it's sweet yeah and a little eggy yeah, very pull it, rich pull it yeah. apart it's great yeah it's great
2: good for dipping
3: yeah uh Glenn Campbell wrote in his his uh, autobiography *Rhinestone Cowboy* that dating Tanya to escape cocaine was like jumping into a lake to avoid getting wet.
2: That's,
3: that's my Glenn Campbell. Wow,
2: he—I bet he spent a lot of time on that one line.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm, smoke, I'm smoking and snorting so much cocaine, I need to. Hey, you little girl just got off the bus to nashville yeah
1: (laughs) man i really need to get off this cocaine you know what i need to do date younger women
0: (laughs) and the music scene in nashville (laughs) that
1: that should be this will fix what's (laughs) wrong (laughs) that's what the doctor ordered
0: yeah glenn you want to get off cocaine my brother my brother just passed away and his wife karen is quite the looker you can meet her at church after church. Oh, well, that's a, that's all right. Thank you. So I got I got to get off coke. I'm going to go over here. There's a party.
3: <laughs>
0: Michael McDonald's coming through town, and he's having a big banger up in the, the penthouse of the Nashville Towers.
2: I don't fucking. Know. That was your punchline, the Nashville Towers. <laughs> <laughs> You know. yeah, I'm, out of, I'm out of juice. No, it's, like, it's funny because the Nashville Towers are known for uh, an incredible amount of cocaine. Oh,
1: okay. Oh.
2: Steve, do you have
1: then, go 37 then later, on
2: this? Uh, Tanya later, Tucker got decapitated by a train.
1: 37? Well, I'm going to tell you what, guys. You guys are all floating around the same cocaine pool, but I'm giving it a 50 because there's just something there mm-hmm. that I hear. All floating around the same cocaine pool. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, this is a 37.5.
0: Next song written by Hunter Stare. This is by Mike Finnegan. It's "Can't Keep a Secret." Hunter writes, "This guy just looks like he should be on a boat somewhere."
2: He does. Great album cover. Are uh, oh, you looked a it up? Silhouette of a piano. No. No.
1: No. Look, you have a computer in front of you. Look at it. Look at it again. He's, oh, spoiler he's alert for everybody at home. He's in front of a computer. Looks good. Um, so checking the wiki for Mike. He's from Ohio. He played keyboards and apparently basketball
2: at Kansas. Along with six of our presidents. He uh, sessioned with some names... Second only to Virginia. For basketball? For presidents. Oh.
1: He sessioned with some names like Jimi Hendrix and Michael McDonald. And you'll be happy to know... And JD, I wrote this in without knowing you'd go on your guilt trip earlier. Oh yeah, it's him. You said a
2: silhouette. A silhouette oh, but... of a piano. Okay, it's a shadow and, of a piano. and him.
0: I think there's a difference between a silhouette and a shadow. That's a
2: shadow. You're you telling me you there's didn't not mention... a. You're telling me there's not a scrim. Hold, hold on. And man. then they're lighting that piano from behind to, pr- to produce a silhouette. But
1: the, the best part of the album is not the fucking shadow of a or the silhouette of a piano. It's the guy dressed in the <laughs> to the nines. <laughs> Looking casual. Is he smoking a c- cigarette? What's he doing? He's looking pretty fucking cool. I think he's and you're like, oh, the is.
2: silhouette of the piano? I think he's doing the uh, the universal phrase for uh, going down on a woman. <laughs> oh, okay, that's what it is. Um, so, yeah, J.D., you'll be
1: happy to know that he's, uh, and I quote, an active blogger with a fondness for liberal-slash-progressive causes and commentary. And I also think he uh, he actively edits his Wikipedia page. Oh,
0: very good. <laughs>
1: I looked it keeps, up. Keeps
0: changing it back.
1: <laughs> I, looked it, I looked it up. He has a he's a he's a baby boomer with a Facebook page. Uh. Uh, this is off 1978's Black and White, because he looks because he's dressed the fucking nines and a tux, I believe, on that album cover. Uh, names on this include uh, Jeffrey Jeff, Max Ronenstahl, and Bob Glaub not really a name, but he's, an, he's a fun name. Um, but seriously, as we talked about this guy, he definitely has the look. And uh, this is one of those albums where this, I've gotten good at this. Pick it through the dollar bin, mm-hmm. see a guy with that look, and I go, oh, yeah, Picaro plays on this, or at
2: least a Maxis.
0: <laughs>
3: uh,
2: you got a guy named Les Dudek on guitar. And I've seen his name pop up a few times. He's a studio guy that played the Steve Miller Band, Cher, and the Allman Brothers. Probably came up here because uh, he played with Boss Skaggs. I'm pretty sure he's my distant cousin. Dudich? Dudek.
3: Um,
2: I have some relatives looking into it, but my mom, I talked to her today, and she's like, yeah, I think you've got a... Like, so-and-so's cousin's cousin is a guitar player. Gotta think it's him. Because Dudek is not a common name. Cool. Yeah, I thought it was. Guess I was wrong. A, I
1: think it's an extremely common Polish name. All right, let's move on to the next song. <laughs> it's kind of the Jones of Poland. <laughs> no. Um, really? Yeah. JD, didn't we work on something Nate? called Jablonski and Dudic? Probably. Not Dudic. Dudek.
2: It's a totally the, different listen, name. The,
1: the Dudic the spelled exactly the same yeah. Polish yeah. And, and was extremely Polish, had the same last name, pronounced it Dudic.
2: Um, well, the one I knew. A, g- good,
0: good job. He met a dumb Pollock I gotta say, I don't like this song for the boat. I think it, it feels like a song from the late '60s.
3: Yeah, there's something kind of like, like very like Engelbert pre-yacht Humperdin- rock. Rock. It's pre-yacht rock, blue-eyed soul crossed with some yeah, like that that kind of Tom Jones, like post-Tom Jones, easy listening like, sort of thing. Boilerplate ugly middle-aged dude
0: on This album part's good
1: though, right? Cover. You don't like that part? That sets it up? No,
0: no. It feels like a, that's the wrong kind of piano. That's a, that's a Hammond or something.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: And it gives it an older sound. And the, the, the strings, it just... Oh, the, f- the
1: productions. This is yeah. too uh, orchestral and... He's got the wrecking crew, all the wrecking crew behind him working on this. I like the, uh, I like the, I like a lot of the rhythm in this, though. Um,
0: I'm not gonna start. Who wants to give it a number? 42. That's my number, I was thinking! 42 for me, too.
3: I'll give it, a <laughs> a... At last yeah, I'll give it a 42, too. Hey, how
1: about that? Oh, huh, I already wrote it down. Just assumed that number was coming out of your mouth. I'm giving it a 47. Yeah, 43.25. That's a yacht. Next song
0: written by Hunter Stare. This is Sylvia with wow. Snapshot. And Hunter writes, I would have submitted this for a potential mall yacht list, but now I'm curious about a score.
1: Just curious about a score.
0: Now I'm just curious about a score. Because the
1: mall, mall yacht is not
2: good. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, certainly can't deny that doobie bounce at the top there. What a mall believes. Uh, sis- what a
0: mall believes.
1: <sighs> say it one more time.
0: <laughs> what a mall believes. Um, so someone that at my deals the white man so has the power. Are those the words? To spend all his bread on Something about
2: Spencer's gifts. Yeah, okay. I got nothing. Walden books.
1: <laughs> so uh, someone at my job made a, made me listen to a song by Sylvia. This is who's is Sylvia Kirby from Kokomo, Indiana. Kirby from Kokomo. Yeah,
2: she was a country singer. Was Capital.
3: It? Oh, this, this is not Sylvia from, like, Pillow Talk Sylvia.
2: No, different Sylvia. Yeah, that was the 70s Sylvia. I think... This is the 80s Sylvia. I think on Discogs she was Sylvia parentheses 7. So I think she was the seventh Sylvia. Yeah, there was Mickey and Sylvia. there was all,
3: all sorts of That's different... the same Sylvia. Oh, okay, well there Sylvia was a... from Mickey and Sylvia went on to become the Sylvia who did pillow talk and then uh, started Sugar Hill Records.
2: Well, there was uh, an African American Sylvia that was a sexy 70s singer as well.
3: Yes. Yeah, the one who did pillow talk. That's that's Mickey and Sylvia. <laughs> yes, oh
2: I never I never knew what she looked like. Because it was in Dirty Dancing, I just figured everybody was white.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's a fair uh, assumption. Yeah.
2: So this this was
1: the sort of a country. Uh, 1955, and everybody could drink out of the same drinking fountain. She was the, she was this was the kind of the Debbie Gibson of the country world in the early '80s. Here. Wow. Um. Uh. She, uh so the she so was, saying she looked good in jeans. Yeah, yeah. She wore a lot more dresses. I know. All right. It was a, so the one I listed was an '80s country song, uh, and she kind of had that same Tanya Tucker, Glenn Campbell mainstream thing going on. So I assume she had to have something close to the board. And uh, this was uh, this was a little bit later when uh, when Hungate made his way to Nashville. So I looked it up. Uh, turns out Hungate is on this song. Uh, this, is, uh, this is off her uh, 1983 album Snapshot, um, which is a cu- country album, but not th- this is not a country song. I mean, she kind of sounds like country singing singing a pop song. Either way, uh,
2: it has that waft rip, the what a fool believes rip. Have you seen the video for this? Yes. It's, it's very 1983. Yes. <laughs> a lot of photographs. Yeah. A lot of snapshots. Um, everybody involved with this. Snap shot. Everybody involved with this are like country regulars. The writers wrote a couple of hit songs for Barbara Mandrell, including I Was Country When Country Wasn't Cool. This is like the least country thing they've ever done, but it's still pretty country.
1: Where'd you find the? Where'd you find the? I'm just curious where you
2: found the personnel for this album because um, I,
1: I, I had to look at the actual album.
2: No, I looked uh, in Wikipedia. Oh. And they had the names of the writers, which was like Finnegan and Monroe or some some shit oh, like that. Did it have Hungate listed there? It did not. Okay. Well, he was definitely on there. Okay. No one's doubting you. I know. Calm I,
0: down. You know, I like this song. I like the. The arrangement? He may not have been playing on this. He's on the album. But the execution is poor. And I think the, the mall yachtiness of it takes away from the overall yachtiness of it. Yeah, this, I would... is,
2: this is closer to Tony Basil than it is to uh, Yacht Rock.
0: I, I don't I don't Actual Basil? I don't deny it's a Yacht Rock song, but I, I would. Sorry,
2: my
3: family's Greek.
0: I, would put it, I wouldn't put it strongly on that old yacht rock boat.
3: I'm getting kind of an Olivia
0: Newton-John vibe from it, but yachtier than Olivia Newton-John. Cause she has yeah. a really hard time making the boat. Cause she's not very yachty when it comes down yeah. to Yeah, I think this rips off what a fool believes enough to get it at a, like at a, at a sixty for me.
1: So oh, if yeah. you're at Brody's pool party and this came on,
2: I'd be like, "Oh, good,
1: fine, Brody. Would you this splashed somebody uh, while yeah. this was on."
2: Yeah, yeah. Splice I would, seems I would uh, fill my mouth with water and spit it at somebody in a playful manner You. <laughs> but you know I like drinking piss um, I don't think this is on the boat for me I'm 48 but he hasn't seen the dun,
0: dun, dun. Yeah, it's <laughs> so ridiculous how many songs use yeah. that fucking riff it's crazy
2: No, it's nuts And this is my theory That in 1979 Or 77 When did What a Full Belief's Come yeah, out 79 was 78 And uh, won the Grammys In 79 yeah. And that's when Everyone's like Hey, let's do that
0: Yeah, I mean They were saying Let's do that When it hit number one and It was a yeah. like big hit song Maybe we
2: can be On what's happening
1: That's what everybody <laughs> yeah. Was thinking yeah. Right Steve, what are you thinking? <sighs>
3: Yeah, I I just I don't know if ripping off what a fool believes is enough to put it on the boat for me. Because it's I don't know. It's like compositionally, I'm just not sure that it's yachty enough outside of like ripping off one piano riff. You know, maybe
0: yeah, maybe it's got the mall yacht exception. Same way we give a uh, a little leeway to southern yacht.
3: Oh, okay. I, I don't know I, I, I honestly just Not have enough heard. jazz on this <laughs> I haven't heard enough Mall Yacht To really have a solid feel For the uh, For the subgenre. I guess It's a slightly Slightly poppier mm-hmm. it, it can't be
1: too complex For the kiddies
3: Yeah that's true Okay I see what you're saying
0: It's more taken from A Christopher Cross uh, Crossfire kind of School Keeping things simple
1: Let's take a terrible teeny bopper and throw Jay Graydon on that thing and see what happens.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to put it at 47. 47, and I'm giving her 51. I give it w- one point for the doobie, doobie off <laughs> And... Uh, so it's a 51.5 wow
0: and that's where it belongs if you ask me i was like heard this one i was like we've done this before and then i looked it up on yacht and saw what it was uh, this is uh Darrell coleman somebody took my love uh kenny rogers Kenny counter wrote this in kenny rogers versions on the boat can Durrell get there a year later
1: so uh, this is the lead single off his 1985 self-titled t- album. Apparently, it was the result of him winning Star Search. Yep. Hmm. Get to work with some Yacht Rock guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and they were like, uh, here, do this Kenny Rogers song written by Richard Marks and David Pomerantz. Mm. That's I, what you get for winning Star Search.
2: Yep. <laughs> I found a great interview with him on American Bandstand where Dick Clark is asking him about Star Search. Like, how many weeks did you spend with Ed McMahon? Like, because that's a biting question. Uh, and he talks about being a host at Hamburger Hamlet, a nurse's aide, where he was discovered by Tony Orlando, who said he looked like Billy Dee Williams with a bedpan. <laughs> okay, okay. And that's that's his rise to fame. But the best part of the interview is when Dick Clark says, all right, everybody, coming up next, Mick Jagger and David Bowie. (laughs) Did you dance it in the street? It had had to have been.
3: you did a little research it was, on these. Dudes. So wait, was was Tony Orlando in the hospital shitting into a bedpan? I think he was like, no. Tony
2: Orlando was. Uh, he was like he volunteering. Was, he was like going there to visit oh, I oh, okay. sick kids because that's what sick kids want is to meet Tony Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured he was trolling. Did you bring
3: Dawn, Mr. Orlando? No, God damn he was it! Just me.
2: I
1: figured he was trolling for Poon and passing the, out cigarettes at the hospital. Hey anybody want to meet tony, tony orlando uh, um, dave so you did a little research on this mm-hmm. did you uh did you happen to watch the music video for this i did not no oh, damn it the one video you <laughs> should have fucking watched. watch it right now all right oh my god dude he's working out he's oh meeting god. waitresses and smiling looking like a
3: Still, still, Billy D. Williams with a bedpan. Yeah, it still
1: looks like Billy D. Williams with a bedpan, but he doesn't have a bedpan anymore. What's sounds his last great? name?
3: Coleman? It sounds a lot
0: like uh, Carl Lewis's video.
1: It's a, like, it's a little. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Ms., Mr. Marks is on this with uh, Polino and John Robinson, who we know from Rufus. The only other names on the album are uh, Steubenhouse, of course, and Michael Maxis.
0: Is, that, is it Michael Maxis Bonicker
1: Landau. Landau, that's right, that's right, Landau. And uh, apparently, guys, apparently now he's based out of L.A. and he's available for parties.
0: Let's see.
1: The D.C. band. Okay, I'll, To
0: for context, Kenny Rogers' version, if you remember it, is... Arrange very much the same but production's different it got a 68 from us on the yatsky scale
1: oh I was, g- I was gonna test you um, oh
0: I looked it up um
1: that's my answer that's why I listen to this kind of yeah. music at the at the gym Dave Dave's watching the video everybody right. watch this, this music video. video this song I think I know that diner
0: I feel like the production is pushed too deep into the 80s for me to like this is a yacht rock Recorded? Yeah, like,
3: I wouldn't listen to the... If if I didn't know where it came from, I would just listen to this and think, oh, it's a it's a mid-80s R&B song. Yeah.
2: Wow, Darrell's a dreamboat.
1: Wait till he creeps out this waitress. <laughs> I
0: be, I yeah, I, I, I can't really put this on the boat, but I think it's close. Steve, do you want to give it a number first? Um... I want to give it a 44. Yeah, I was thinking 45.
1: Dave's thinking he's got a heart on, so yeah. I'll give him an.
2: I'm thinking I need I need the room for a minute, guys. Uh, 42. Yeah, this is just a oh fun. unnecessary chain link. One of my favorite tropes in music videos.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, everybody should
1: watch this music video. It's amazing. Um, yeah, it's definitely not as uh, he didn't he didn't Kenny Rogers it up. Kenny Rogers could have might have been able to take this type of production and, and kicked it in the balls enough to ruin this to get it on the boat but yeah. but this, this the winner of Star Search? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. This, this guy
2: not exactly a lightweight. For those for those of you rushing to the computer
0: to look up this video again, this is Darrell Coleman.
3: Somebody, Somebody took my love. Me. D-U-R-E-L-L, Durrell. Yeah, D-U-R-E-L-L.
2: There's uh, another Durell Coleman who is uh, some sort of graphic designer that's trying to save the world. I can only assume it's his son. So I'll give this a
1: hot 47. And this is a 44.5.
3: That is Niat yacht rock.
0: Send yacht, and yacht questions via Twitter at yachtrock. Hashtag Yacht. And yacht. Go to
3: yachternyacht.com. Yacht yacht, yacht, yachternyacht.com
0: to look at the Yazdzi scale. Patrick College at Handclops is behind that website. Find the certified yacht playlist by following JD Rizner on Spotify, archived by Samuel J. Hill at S. Hill the Voice. Playlist archived on YouTube by Matt Bird. Follow him on Twitter at Wingnoid for, to find out when he updates that shit. Follow Beyond Yout Rock on Instagram, like Yout Rock on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes. Go to yowrock.com for a useful experience. Theme and bumper by Ocean City Defender way up there in Thunder Bay. Thanks for producing Matt so. Way over there in
2: Burberg. And thanks for indulging me on this one. This is a great video. You guys should. This is like a four day video shoot, and nothing happens. It's brilliant. Dave knows everything about music video shooting now.
0: You can tell just by looking how many days it took to shoot it.
2: Well, I'm basing it on the locations and where they are. Dave's
0: produced three music videos last month, and now he's an
2: expert. Mm -hmm. It's the confidence. i got to put out that confidence, so maybe I'll get a fourth one. (laughs) Dave's read the secret. Speaking making out with this girl. It looks like they're Frenching a caterpillar. He's got this great mustache. Great video, check it out. We should do riff tracks for Yacht Rock videos. Yeah. That should be our next
0: million, thousand dollar idea.
2: We can become hundred heirs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can get tens of dollars.